We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. This is Sue Tab, and this morning I'm joined by a woman who is not only a wife, a mother, and grandmother, but someone who is fostering racially diverse conversations and relationships across both urban and suburban communities. Her name is Kimberly Anderson, and she is also the president and executive director of the Boston Bridges Initiative. She visits with us today to tell us about juggling her busy life and how the nonprofit she runs is making an impact out in our neighborhoods. Welcome to the show, Kimberly. Hi, thank you for having me, Sue. Oh, so, so excited to talk to you. I have a lot of questions, but let's start at the beginning. Talk to us quickly about your childhood and what you discovered when you were just 16 years old. Yeah, sure. So I am the daughter of immigrants from Scotland, Mm -hmm. and I am a black woman, and my parents are white. And so when you were growing um, up, did you ask a lot of questions, or was that just your reality? It was just my reality. That was my family. I knew um, I tanned. I knew I was different because other people, you know, friends would be like, that's not your mom, or uh, why are you different from them? And so I would know from the outside that I was different. But inside my family, we were an awesome family. We didn't, there was no issue. So yeah, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you feel, were you treated differently by people out in the community? Did, Did, you know, what sort of challenges did that bring? Yeah. So, um, for example, my youngest brother is 10 years younger than I am. And I went to the hospital, go visit my mom and my new baby brother. And one of the nurses came up and said, okay, you guys could come visit. And I started, I got up to go and she said, not you, you're not family. I thought I was being stabbed through the heart. Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. Yeah. But my aunt, you know, uh, she came up, she was like, don't worry, hon, it's because you look more like I do. So she also was from Scotland, but she had, she was a brunette and she had um, a darker skin tone than my mom, which was strawberry blonde and freckled and burnt as soon as the sun came out. (laughs) So um, I, yeah, I took comfort in that. And that's what I held on to. And so when did you find out what your background was? Oh boy. Um, So when I was 16, 
I was having some problems in school, getting into fights and, you know, being bullied and standing up for, you know, people who couldn't stand up for themselves. I just had this personality. I, I have to say I'm almost six foot tall. So I was always <laughs> I love that strong in, in, in present. So um, I was getting into a lot of fights, um, acting out, doing, I thought, normal teenage stuff. But apparently my parents were concerned. So one night they sat me down and said, are you having all this trouble because you feel different? Do you feel different? That was the second stab to the heart. Right. (laughs) Because I didn't know. I thought I was adopted or I just thought I had no clue. And I was happy the way it was. Yeah. But you weren't adopted. No, I was not adopted. My parents came to this country, married um, from Scotland while they're here, you know, life happens. And nine months later, I was born in Scotland. And that's when my mom found out that I was mixed. And how did that news change your perspective? Or did it? It did. It did. Because um, it made me hyper aware when I was not in the house, not with my family, that I was different, that I looked different. Mm -hmm. Um, People wouldn't let me forget it because my hair looked different, um, my skin tone, and then I had freckles on top of it. So I was, I felt different. Like I, I, just like my mom said, I felt different. I felt separate. I felt apart. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, that really made me not a happy camper for many years. Right. And I know, you know, just a few years later, you found yourself a young mother at only 19 years old. Talk about that time. Yes. I, it was a high school sweetheart. We were together for five years. Mm-hmm. He was um, African-American, Costa Rican. And I thought he was the love of my life. And not only that, he made me feel like I was a part of a different community. And so I got to experience what it was like to be not only in a, a Latinx home, but also an African-American home. And yeah, that, that helped me get through some of the tough times right. <laughs> with him. Um, so yeah, I, I was a young mom facing all the problems that young mothers do. It was a, a difficult relationship. So what led you to Boston? Because I know you lived in New York for a time. What ended up bringing you here? Yeah. So at 19, I decided I wanted to get my life together. And so I put myself in nursing school. And um, yes, my family helped support me, buy me, you know, the books. But I took out a student loan and I did an accelerated program. And mind you, I was a high school dropout. So getting to the point where I could go to nursing school was, it was a difficult road. Took some effort. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. 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 And because of the type of relationship I was in, I had to take care of my child, not study as much. Thank God I have a great memory. And I made it through nursing school in 11 months. I got my LPN. Wow. And I was able to be provide for my family because I mm-hmm. literally was the one that was providing for myself and my boyfriend at the time and my daughter. So we moved to Queens. I worked in some Brooklyn hospitals, um, worked many different shifts supporting some of his habits. His mom ended up moving to Virginia and he wanted to go. So we tried Virginia and I became um, a pediatric nurse and I made a friend. (laughs) Um, One of the doctors, he was young. He was into the same magazines as I was. I just realized that there's more of a world out there. So I left my boyfriend and went to New York and that doctor 
was originally from Boston. He went to Boston and we found each other again. And so a year or so later, I moved to Boston and got married. You married him? I married him. Oh, my God. I thought that's where it was going, but I wasn't really sure. Oh, my God. That's incredible. So he helped to sort of open your eyes that the world was bigger than what you knew. Yeah, I think it's two points. Because my parents and I, um, I had a green card, so I basically was a foreigner. My parents had a thick brogue. I was able to visit Scotland. I was able to go and see all my cousins, and I spent a summer in Greece. Um, my parents were able to give that to me, saved and, and allowed me to see parts of the world that I wouldn't normally have had the opportunity. My peers never had the opportunity. So I had that, that hunger. And by the time, mind you, I had my son. So now I had two children. So a single mom with two kids. And I met my husband and he accepted us. His family accepted us. And I have to say he is a white man. Yeah. Since we're talking about color. Yeah. And it's just now we have twins, so there's four kids. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah. Well, I want to talk yeah. more about um, about your work with diversity and, and equity. Um, if you're just waking up, by the yeah. way, and tuning in, thanks for listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and this morning we are talking to Kimberly Anderson. Kimberly has been sharing the experiences she had as a teenager and young adult, what led her to Boston and to begin fulfilling an important mission with a career dedicated to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Let's continue. I want to talk. Your next stop was a move to Bedford where you found the Parents Diversity Council. Um, talk a little bit about that and then how that grew into your current work. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, we just had our twins and my kids, my two older kids were going to the schools in Bedford. And they had this program called METCO. And it historically was considered a busing program. And I've never seen anything like that before in my life. But I was happy that my kids had other students who looked like them. Right. And so I was very intrigued. And learning more about it, some of the leaders of the community let us know that some of the girls of the program felt left out because the boys had sports. And once the girls hit middle school, high school, their interests didn't align with many of the the community teenagers. Now, whether that's because they didn't have enough time because coming back and forth in the commute, but Sports just did not the binding agent like the boys. Mm-hmm. And so our superintendent at the time had said, we need to help these children. I was like, yes, because I know exactly how it felt not to fit in and not to be a part and to look in from the outside. So I wanted to do something. And then not only that, my daughter, you know, everybody thought she was a Metco student because she was a young black girl. So it really, that just added to the point that I wanted to make an organization where we can organically get kids together and get to know each other, learn about their differences, explore their differences while having fun. And celebrate their differences, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So my understanding is that someone saw the great work that you were doing with that council, the Parents Diversity Council. And wanted you to think bigger. So tell us about the man who, who's been so supportive in developing, you know, developing this into what it is now. And I want to talk about Boston Bridges Initiative and, and, and all about that organization. So talk about the transition. Sure, sure. I was the president of the Parents Diversity Council in Bedford, and we pushed to become a nonprofit. We needed funding. And so one of the members knew 
this gentleman from Lexington who was a big supporter of the Metco program. He's done two films on it. Howard Wall, mm-hmm. who's a businessman. He really wanted to do more, and he thought our program was the perfect pilot to expand. And so I was invited to one of the meetings, and from there, we just hit it off. And he really fueled the progress of Boston Bridges Initiative. He's connected us with some large companies. Uh, we have supporters from Brookline Bank. We have supporters from all different tech companies. It's amazing because they have investments in the neighborhoods because that's where their employees work and live. So, and I say neighborhood, we're in 22 different areas <laughs> right now. So what exactly is Boston Bridges Initiative? What's the mission? Talk more specifically about it for folks who might not be aware. So our, our main goal is to facilitate cultural exchange. So there's not a black, white kind of component to it. It's everybody. Any diversity that there is, we want to facilitate some sort of a place where everybody feels included. And we do that by creating programs with school partners, superintendents, um, teachers, and then other community members. And we give small grants up to about $5,000 to create those programs. And we're lucky because we have some phenomenal, ingenious programs where people just want to make more out of what they have. And we do that by funding them. So is a lot of this just about education, do you think? And and is that your focus, to educate people? Um, I would say our our focus is to have fun and to let down uh, boundaries. So people are more comfortable to explore the differences through education. So it's more about, yeah, companionship with the education angle. Give us some examples of the the kind of uh, work that you have already done in many communities out there in the Boston area. So we've supported uh, several peer mentoring programs where older students will take, say, four or five middle school students and have activities and get the kids to interact, even help with homework. We have other programs, uh, kind of like lunch brunches. So what on half days, they go, they go to a, like a playground or a park. They sit down. Usually is one kid from a diverse background brings two friends, and then they have this big play date. So it's getting kids to have fun, to interact, to feel comfortable while, you know, just getting nitty gritty, their hands dirty in the dirt, playgrounds and, and such. Mm-hmm. Then we have more of a community-based aspect where we invite authors um, to come and do book shares, we do book clubs. We've done so many different programs. And I think the people who run the programs are the ones that are making the big difference. We're just helping them. And um, there's a lot of people who want to help. So the Boston Bridges Initiative has already done some great work with several communities. Can you provide a few examples for us? Sure. So right now we're working with Newton. They're in their second year of receiving grants from Boston Bridges. First year, they developed a program called I'm Amazing. I love that name. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's a part of uh, peer mentoring while the high school kids mentor middle school kids, get them thinking about diversity, get them thinking about their future while developing bonds through certain challenges, certain, you know, um, projects and such like that. The second part of that is community members from diverse backgrounds, um, diverse career 
come in and talk to the high school students and help them see what kind of paths are out there. So there's like a, a career development aspect to a friend building aspect. And it's great because they send me pictures all the time of having family dinners. They call right. it family dinners. <laughs> that's awesome. So it, it, it is. It is. Wow. And we're really excited about the work that they're doing. So you guys are providing resources for programs that further that mission, which yes. is really exciting. We have a very light touch. So we have people who develop the programs or take on the responsibility of, you know, doing the play dates or going to Legoland trips or acquiring different speakers. And we pay for those events. What we ask for is that it's diverse. We do not exclude white males. We do not exclude, you know, anything or anyone. We want everybody to come in and feel welcome. And I think that's what makes us so special because it's anybody could go. Anybody could be a part of it. And that's really important to me. What do you hope to see, um, since we only have a couple minutes left, what do you hope to see, um, you know, in the immediate future, some long-term goals for the organization in terms of growth? So with the right mentors, Howard and... uh, Another mentor I have, Leslie, with the business aspect of it, I hope that we could take Boston Bridges um, and expand that and have a a national organization where we can help facilitate the cultural exchange. Knowledge is the best weapon tool against any sort of racism biases. So while we're doing that, we're hoping to make people feel comfortable where they can have these relationships and these these um, friendships that will exceed just high school, exceed K through 12, and, and become something in adulthood. So I, I believe, you know, our future is to have people more comfortable to sit across the, uh, the boardroom table and see somebody of a different color and actually relate to them. So yeah, these are the programs that I hope will make that come true. Yeah, and I love how inspired you are by this work. I mean, obviously your background, you know, makes you somebody who understands what a lot of these kids are feeling, but you sound like you really are committed to this as more of a way of life than even a job. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I just, it's a way I feel that many people should live. I can't tell them what to do, but <laughs> right, it's just helpful. It's helpful and it makes you feel good. And all you're doing is being natural. Right. And, and I love that human. you're providing the tools for these bridge. You know, I love the name too, Boston Bridges, because you're bridging this gap and you're providing the tools for which this bridge can sort of be built. And hopefully in the future, it'll come even more naturally to us as human beings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're human first. We're human Before first. being the mom, the grandma. Right. We're human first. And we have more in common than we don't. So exactly. I, I wish you, Kimberly, the best, best, best of luck with the Boston Bridges Initiative. The work is so important. And if someone is interested in learning more or donating or applying for a grant, tell them what they should do to, to contact you. Well, you could do all three of those things if you go to bostonbridgesinitiative.org. Our website will allow you to donate to learn more about our programming, and to sign up to our newsletter so you never miss out on any of our cool events. Yeah, Boston Bridges. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's it's important work. It's good work. And thank you for being committed to it. Oh, well, thank you for giving us the exposure. 
Thank you to Boston Bridges Initiative President and Executive Director Kimberly Anderson for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. We talk with celebrities and CEOs, but we are always interested in talking with your neighbors, coworkers, and friends who are quietly making an impact out in their communities. Thanks to my co-host and producer, Kendra Petroni. Connect with us on Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. We'd love to hear from you and be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.